You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yes, young and old. My name is Tim Moser. Speaking of old, I'm Tim Moser, your host today, coming at you from the Fargo studio between the railroad track and the cathedral. I would like to thank Pat Malay for being on last half hour from the Diocese of Duluth. They are going to have a great, great workshop March 15th. Go to the Diocese of Duluth website. You can find more information about youth and mental health. Sorry, the Diocese of Superior. Thanks, you see? That's why Therese gets the big bucks. I didn't have my stuff in front of me. It's the Diocese of Superior. Go to their website, and you'll find information on this wonderful retreat coming up March 15th. Thanks, Therese. Appreciate it. All right. Now, we're going to talk about another March for Life being started by a group of young people here. We have Ryan Juvie. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, hi Tim. How's, how's it going? Doing great. Evan Coles. How's it going? Awesome. And Jennifer Schneibel. Hi. That's great. Well, hey, so, so glad you guys could take the time to be right here in studio, put on the headphones, pull up a microphone. Here we go. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so you you three know each other from homeschooling group. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's correct. Known each other for quite a few years then? Yeah, I've known, known them since I can remember. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. That, that's awesome to have friends like that where you're doing, where you're doing these things. Uh, Ryan, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your family. Uh, I'm 17, and I'm from Thompson, and I have six siblings, and uh, I'm the third oldest. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice. Big, decent-sized family. Exactly. I had seven kids in my family. Yeah, it's awesome. Great. Evan, what about you? Um, I'm from a family of five. Mm-hmm. I'm the middle child, okay. and we live just outside of Grand Forks. Um, I'm 17 and a junior this year. Awesome. Jennifer? Yeah, I'm the fourth of five kids. Um, my family lives just outside, well, just in Manville, um, just north of Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, we've all heard, of course, the March for Life right, Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. And actually, last year, well, two, this, we had the second annual North Dakota March for Life here this last January because we couldn't go you know, because of COVID, right? And so two years ago, we started it. And we had that, but I'll be honest, I've never heard of the March for Life in Crookston. So tell me how this idea came about and, and how it's going to work. Yeah, this kind of started uh, last year, mm-hmm. you know, because we couldn't we couldn't go to, yeah. to D.C. because of COVID and all that. And uh, one of our friends, Mary Canelli, she kind of started it by asking around, you know, you know, guys, we can't go to D.C. this year. Why don't, why don't we set up our own little, you know, March for Life mm-hmm. you know, locally? So that's, that's kind of how that started. That's great. And how did, did you guys participate last year? Because that was the first one was last year, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. Did you participate, Evan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, all three of us did, actually. And we all had different roles. I actually led the prayers during the march. So Good for you. Yep. That's awesome. Jennifer, what did you do? Yeah, I was um, a little bit, just little parts here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I helped a little bit with the programs. Okay. Um, and then also just like hold like carrying the banner um with some other teens through the march that's so. excellent important yeah. stuff ryan what about you uh i actually carried a statue of saint mary with three other three other of my friends so we we kind of led it and we we held the statue on our shoulders and we walked the whole way and back that is so awesome so tell me about your guys's route where did you start and where did you end up don't know yeah, yeah uh, we started in the town square um, oh yeah. town square in Crookston, okay. and then we go to 
I think we went to the old, um, one of the official buildings there, the courthouse, mm-hmm. um, and then went back to, and ended in the town square. Good. That, that's awesome. So now you said you were doing prayers as we went, so like rosary, chapel. What's that? Tell me some of the things you were doing there, Evan, you were leading. So during the march on the way to the old government building, we mm-hmm. prayed the rosary. Mm-hmm. And then at the government building, we prayed some specific prayers for life and things. Mm. And then on the way back, we prayed the seven sorrows of Mary. That, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, I, I love the idea of, of it being, you know, led by youth, which is awesome. You know, I assume that your families participated as well? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Did you get dad out there too, Ryan? I think he was gone, actually. That's okay. Yeah. I just have to give... Sorry, Dad. I'm just giving you a bad time. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was a couple of dads out there who were carrying some flags in the procession. So it was good. Yeah. All that, the families. That's right. awesome. And your, your brothers and sisters, for the most part, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Every single one of them. That is way cool. So if, if there's one or two things, like, you know, highlight, you know, from last year, what would it be for you, Jennifer? What would have been like, you know, this really sticks out to me? Yeah. I think just the opportunity to... You know, since we weren't able to go to D.C. and be a part of like the national, um, just to be able to still give that witness just locally Mm -hmm. in our community Mm -hmm. and with, um, you know, family and friends marching, marching with them. Absolutely. Ryan, what about you? I think it was more of the the big turnout. You know, we had a lot more people than we thought we would have. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, kind of grassroots effort. That's nice. Evan, what about you? Yeah, kind of like Ryan said, all the people coming out and especially like the youth, seeing all the youth Mm -hmm. out there. That was big to see all them come out for it. Exactly. You know, it, it's amazing because, of course, you know, you guys are a generation that, uh, you know, when I was born, Roe versus Wade wasn't even in effect yet. Yeah, I'm old. But <laughs> but you are the generation that says, hey, wait a minute, you know, that, that, that could have had my parents said, you know, or my mom said, nah, it's inconvenient. You know, I, I don't think we should have this one. You or one of your brothers and sisters might not be here, you know, and it really kind of brings it to home, doesn't it? It's like, wow, this idea of life is so important, so amazing. So it must be kind of cool, you know, even your brothers and sisters, I'm sure you never have fights with them. I never had fights with my brothers and sisters. <laughs> never. <laughs> but you know what, it all comes down to it. And, and this is especially true, I think, in, maybe in times of either great joy or great difficulty, you really come together, don't you? I'm, bet, I'm betting there was a time, even if, you know, maybe one of your brothers and sisters had made you a little frustrated the day before, maybe the morning of, you still walk there and say, you know what? It's cool. It's all right. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I love them, you know? I mean, isn't that kind of... Do do you feel that sense of really bringing you closer together as a family, even when you do this, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm, Totally, yeah. Yes. And and that's that's so important, right? You know, and that... Because that really helps bring this idea of, you know, life and the dignity of life to the forefront. Yeah, I remember, you know, I mean, I had a brother... Oh, so, you know, I have three brothers, three sisters. And so... I'll just tell you a couple stories now. You know, if my brother, he was a year younger than I was, okay, you know, so, yeah, he was just, he was a little bothersome sometime, you know. (laughs) So if we were playing farm, like on top of the dresser, and he happened to fall off, now, (laughs) I didn't have anything to do with that in any way. Well, no, maybe I did give him a little (laughs) nudge, you know, (laughs) know what I'm saying? But the the cool thing is, is, as, as we go through these difficulties, you know, we really became great friends, you know, in high school especially, and now, I mean, he's, he's my best friend, you know, I mean, so the point is, yes, family, what is it? It's the crucible of love, right? We're learning love and life, you know? Mm-hmm. But doing these things together, right, it is huge for that. And it's so good to see that that brought all you guys together. 
So was this outside of, obviously the, you guys are in the homeschool community. Did you get then uh, families and other youth from outside of homeschool community, it sounds like, to do that? Tell me about that. Yeah, um, it was, yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. mainly um, our homeschool mm-hmm. group. And then um, I'm pretty sure some family and friends, um, I think some through um, the Crooks and Diocese as well, mm-hmm. they have another homeschool group there. Okay. Um, and then some, yeah, some family and friends just connected um, with us and mm-hmm. other families in okay. that. Cool, cool. Did you let some other people know and you got some other people outside to, to come in? Yeah, yeah and yeah. like last year was kind of the start. So we're hoping to get a lot more people, yeah. you know, this year. Last mm-hmm. year was was mostly, like Jennifer said, just, you know, our homeschool group and then a few friends. But this year, you know, we're trying mm-hmm. to trying to really get it out there and get more people to, so to show up. Advertise and, and a little bit, word of mouth. It. You guys doing a little social media too, a little bit? A little bit. bit. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome. See, your generation, <laughs> that's so good for that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what, if, if someone's sitting there thinking, okay, I, I kind of, you know, that's kind of cool. What, what, why should they come? What, 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 what are they going to get out of it if they come to this March for Life? Um, well, I think it's important that not everybody's going to be able to go to D.C. to go mm-hmm. to that march. Yeah. So to come and locally support the, the local march. And they might not get anything out of it for them, but it's not for them. It's for, it's for the children who are being killed through abortion. So to go and support them. Evan, that is such a good point, and I'm so impressed whenever youth say that. I'm sure Ryan and Jennifer think the same thing. You're thinking outside of yourself. This isn't just for me. We're doing this for others, those that have little or no voice, right? And, Absolutely. And, and, and there's lots of those, right? Yes. So that's awesome. Ryan, tell us when this March is. So the one this year will be March 19th, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a special day because that's um, the feast day of St. Joseph. Last, mm-hmm. last year it was the beginning of January, but... We didn't get it started right away this year, so it'll be it'll be later this year than last year. But you know, in a way, that's kind of cool because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, March is all. It's kind of nice to have one a couple months later to kind of keep us focused on it. That, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. So March, so March nineteenth. Help me out. That is uh, what day is that? A Sunday. A Saturday. Sunday. Saturday. Okay. Yep. yep. And it's going to be up there in Crookston again. Yep. Mm-hmm. It will meet in the uh, the town square like last year mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. around. I think people will start gathering around 1, um, okay. and then the actual march will start at one thirty and go to about 3 cool. in the afternoon. You know, one other bonus, I suppose, about this is, you know, hopefully March 19th there'll be a little better weather than, uh, you know, January 22nd. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> cold last year. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a sacrifice too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Those hands get a little cold praying the rosary there, Evan. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. How about some gloves here, you know? <laughs> I think my voice was... Uh, so I weren't showing some signs of the weather. But. Exactly. So did you have a microphone or did you just kind of belt it out? We used a megaphone. So okay. oh, me nice. and another friend led the prayer. So okay. one would speak into the megaphone and then the other would hold it. Okay. So. Okay. That's, that's kind of cool. A little teamwork there. Huh? Yeah. 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 Do you, did you have any, um, any of the diocese of Crookston or any clergy there, I guess what I'm saying, any priests, any religious there, do you know? We weren't really able to last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did talk to Bishop Cousins this year. Um, and, um, He's actually unable again to be mm-hmm. to be able to be there, but we we were able to have a meeting with him and just kind of get his blessing in that. So, good, Bishop Cousins. <laughs> I've never met the guy, but everything I hear about him and I hear him talk, it seems like, dude, this yeah. is a great bishop. Yeah, At least it yeah. seems like it. It was yeah. pretty amazing when we got to go meet him. Um, I don't remember what day it was, but we got to go to the. Uh, where do we go? The chancery. The chancery. Yeah. And we in got Kirkson. to meet him in the church, a big group of us, and he talked mm. to us and gave mm. us our blessing for a while. So that was really awesome. You know, it's so great, isn't it, to have priests and bishops that, that support this. You know, in, in this, in our RPR listening area, we have so many 
great bishops and priests that it really, you know, we're kind of all on the same side, which, which makes it awesome. You don't feel like you have to, oh, okay, you know, it's like pulling teeth, you know, to have to, no, they're in support of it. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's way cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so parents, okay, I, I know you talked about some, some dad wrote too. I think that's awesome. Some families. Um, would you like to invite other fam? Can, can anyone come to this? I guess anyone. Yeah, that's okay. what we're trying to do is get as many as many just people, even people we don't know, just to show up. You know, at the march. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So again, we're talking with Ryan Juvie, Evan Coles, and Jennifer Schneibel, all fine-looking young teenagers. I, I was a teenager forty-five years ago, but anyway, <laughs> this is great. We're going to take a little break. As when we come back, though, I know we want to talk about. This coming March in specific, there's something special about this year's March you want to talk about, and we'll, we'll continue with this. But I'm just so excited that you're here and that you guys are promoting life. That rocks. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. As a DRE, I am grateful for the many faith-based learning opportunities provided to us on Real Presence Radio. I find something of value in all the programs, and I encourage anyone involved in their parish's religious education program to listen to Real Presence Radio. Your time will never be wasted, and the valuable information you will receive that you in turn then will pass on to the children you catechize will be blessed and of great merit. I have been Catholic all my life. I love the Church. Real Presence Radio has given me courage and confidence to share my faith. It's a great tool for education and evangelization. There is so much to learn about this wonderful Church. We need the prayers of the angels and saints to assist us in doing God's will. I want to financially support Real Presence Radio so it can continue to fulfill its mission. If Real Presence Radio was not on the air, it would be like losing a trusted friend. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Ryan Juvie, Evan Coles, and Jennifer Schneibel about the walk, sorry, the March for Life. I almost said the Walk with Christ for Life, sorry. The March for Life in Crookston, the second one. They had one last year as well. And it's a great, great initiative by this group of teens. And so happy you guys are doing that. It is way awesome. And I remember you, we were talking over the break about, you know, something that maybe, maybe struck you and just said how many people there were. 
You know, it's, it's just, it's pretty amazing when, and I've always said this, and I believe it's true. If you give youth a purpose, a cause, they come out for it. I, I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar, for instance, with Fill the Dome. Have you heard about that here in Fargo? So basically what it is, is it's a food drive started by mainly by the Catholic high school here, but other uh, Christian schools in town, where we literally fill the dome with all sorts of non-perishable food for the food bank, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and when they first started doing this, people said, yeah, we'll get a little bit. It's like, holy Toledo. Yeah. It was amazing. So my whole point is this, sandbagging. You, know, you guys are probably too, too young to remember the floods, but I mean, during these floods we had here in the Red River Valley, high school students, college students, huge Number one, because they're a lot stronger than I am. But number two, they came out because they said, we are going to help. So my whole point is this. You gave your community a cause, the cause for life. And they looked in their heart and said, yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> life. That, that's a pretty good thing. You know? And I'm thinking that's why they came out. You provided the cause. And so I want to thank you for providing that cause. And now you've got a special little thing you want to focus on this year as well, don't you guys, Ryan? Yeah, well, so the reason we're doing it a little bit later this year is it's focusing a little bit more on, um, on it's on the Feast of St. Joseph, and Jennifer will touch on that a little bit later. Okay. But it's, it has a lot to do more, more with the, uh, the laws that are being passed in the Supreme Court over, over Mississippi and Texas, too, mm -hmm. and a little bit more for the 40 Days for Life than it does with the actual March for Life. Ah, so I think it's really cool, too, that we get to focus a little bit on that, too, which is also why it's, it's between, the March, it's, it's between um, March 2nd and April 10th, which is the 40 Days for Life. Right, right, exactly, exactly, very good. You know, that, that, that's such a good point. And, again, what you guys are doing, it just turns from a, kind of a, just a local thing, right? Can we just get some people together, right, and walk? Now, you're involving 40 Days for Life. You're involving outside groups. You're, you're, you're collaborating, right? You know, you're partnering. And that, and that is really cool. And, yes... There's some huge things going on. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the, it's called the Women's Health Protection Act uh, in the National Congress. They, they did vote it down, but basically it would enshrine in law, right? This is legislative law, mm -hmm. a woman's, woman's quote-unquote right to an abortion. Because the, the pro-abortion side, they're very, very scared, shall we say, very, very concerned that Dobbs, this Dobbs case you were talking mm -hmm. about, Ryan, could overturn or severely restrict Roe versus Wade, right? And so they're saying they want to try to preempt that and go, well, we'll just pass a law that says, you know, you, you can have an abortion. So th this fight for life is going on, you know? And it's so great that you guys are focusing on that, you know, taking it outside of just Crookston saying, hey, let's look, there's 40 days for life. There's, there's Mississippi, there's Texas. We're working together with all these people, right? Mm -hmm. All these groups to really lift up that voice for life. And that, and that voice is being heard. That voice is being heard loud and clear. So I love that. I love that. Jennifer, Ryan said that uh, a little bit about the Feast of St. Joseph. You're going to tell us a little more about this. Yeah. So um, one of the um, the parents that have really helped us um, just kind of bring everything together this year is Mrs. Walski. Mm -hmm. um, and she has really, since it is on the Feast of St. Joseph, she's really asked us to um, seek the help and the guidance of St. Joseph through all of our planning and everything. Um, and I just think it's such a great opportunity to, to really remember um, the courage that he displayed, you know, when Mary, um, you know, told him about this, this yeah. pregnancy mm -hmm. that, that he had nothing to do with um, and still the courage and trust that he showed in um, raising him as his foster father. Yeah. So true. You know, Evan, what I'm thinking, and I thought about this before, but it really hit home when you said that, Jennifer. 
Let's fast forward 2,000 years, Evan, okay? Okay. You have a guy. The gal she's going to marry, he finds out she's pregnant with a child that's not his. What's he probably... Well, again, we pray, they, we pray that they choose life. However, what would many guys do? That's it. You take care of it, right? Yep. They would go tell her to get an abortion. Exactly. You know, isn't that amazing? So, yes, good call with St. Joseph, you guys, because that is so... And, and you think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, number one... You know, it's not your child. Number two, you know, he feels, this woman is holy. I, I'm not even worthy, really, to marry her. And, you know, God is calling me to do this. And then here you are, you know, living with Mary and Jesus. So if there is a problem in the house, yeah, it's you because they're sinless, okay? <laughs> Poor Joseph, okay, that, that's me. Yeah. My bad, I'll do better, right? But I think that's so important. And what a great inspiration for you two as young men, you know? To really think about that. Uh, I like that idea of just standing up for what is right and true and good. Yes. Yeah. He's a great intercessor to have through all this. And through all this, through I was in charge of sending out emails to Mm -hmm. different parishes to try to get the flyers out. Mm -hmm. And through all that, we've been praying prayers to St. Joseph to bless all this. So it's really great to have him as an Mm. intercessor. Mm. That is sweet. I love it. I love it. I love it. So... What are you most looking forward to with this year's March? Ryan, let's start with you. Uh, I'm also kind of looking forward to um, see how many more people we can get this mm-hmm. year, right? Because we had a, a big turnout last year, a lot more than we expected. And, you know, maybe we can double that this year and have even more people than we expected. Exactly. Maybe, maybe like 50, 50 degree weather, too. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah, and the weather would be much nicer, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Evan, what about you? Yeah, I would say kind of the same thing, just seeing how many people can come. We've done a lot more with promo this year, so... Mm-hmm. Hopefully those fruits will pay off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jennifer, what about you? Yeah, just kind of how I mentioned earlier, just really, um, you know, giving witness locally that we're not, you know, obviously able to go to D.C. um, and participate in that march, but just be able to, you know, with our family and friends marching alongside um, and sending up that witness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so Evan, is it going to be kind of kind of the same format as last year? We can kind of gather and then we'll pray as as we as you march. Is that kind of what the plan is? Yeah, it's almost like an exact duplicate of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, actually, I'm not in charge of the prayers. We're, what? Yeah, we're passing on. Okay. My younger brother, actually. <laughs> really? Is, yeah. he, gets, he gets to do some prayers this year. <laughs> okay. Got to pass it on to the younger siblings. <laughs> I like it. That's good. It's, it's, how is your younger brother? T- it's, is he excited about it? Um, A little bit. A, a, yeah, a little you nervous, know, he, too? Or? He was a little nervous yeah. right away, and mm-hmm. he'll he'll figure it out. He'll get it. <laughs> Kevin will say, hey, take him under your wing. You got yep, this. No I'll problem. I'll give him the rundown. <laughs> Here's how the bullhorn works. <laughs> Are you planning on using that or, or maybe a microphone or any uh, idea? I think the megaphone again, it okay. really helps to yeah, spread it, the noise throughout the crowd. So, yeah, very yeah. cool. Very cool. That's us. Awesome. Well, I think it's great that you guys, like you said, that you're involving the, you know, the younger ones too. Because that, that's so important, right? So many of these movements, right? If, if it starts with just you, know, you people and you guys do everything... Well, then you guys go, it's done. I mean, I'm sure, as you're saying here, you want this to be a movement that goes long, you know, till you're my age, right? You know, and, and, that's, and that's very, very key to, to, to pass that on. That, that, that's way cool. So how do people find, say people are saying, hey, yeah, I'm in. What, what do I do? What do they do to, uh, to get involved and to actually participate in this march? Yeah, like Evan had mentioned, um, he sent out quite a few flyers to um, to a lot of the parishes mm-hmm. in the Fargo Diocese mm-hmm. and Crookston Diocese. Um, so hopefully those will be displayed in those parishes. Um, and then you could also call um, Mary, like we had talked about earlier. Um, she's part of our promotion team. That's Mary Canelli, is yep, that right? Mary Canelli. Um, her phone number is 701 213 
888-333-3347. Or you can call um, Joey Walski. Um, he was also part of Leading Prayers and Promotion last year. And his phone number is 218-277-0761. So either of them would be able to Why don't you give those answer. numbers again, if you would, please? Yeah, so Mary Canelli's is 701-213-3347. And Joey's number is 218-277-0761. Awesome. They should be able to answer any other questions. Good. So is Joey one of Mrs. Walski's sons? Yep. Yep. Look at that. And Mary Canelli is also part of this homeschooling group. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it must be kind of fun getting together to talk about this, right? Because you're going, you know, yeah. we had a lot of people. You know, what are we going to do this year? Tell me about, did you guys meet in person to talk about it or kind of over the phone? What did you guys do? We've never we've never met in person specifically to plan this. We have, you know, like a group chat and we'll we'll text over, mm-hmm. over our phones and tell each other. And we all see each other a lot too. So, sure. So I wouldn't really say we, we meet to talk about this, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about this. When we see each other, which, you know, is usually once or twice a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we all met the bishop, um, there was 23 of us there. So we all kind of had, that was, I guess you could say, a big group meeting. And that is like way cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and think about it. I don't know if the bishop said this or not, but I, I know he was thinking, and even if he didn't say it, to look at, say, I've got two dozen, two dozen of my, you know, of, of these people right close to me, right? You know, who are on fire for life. And they're, they're teenagers. You know, that, that does a bishop's heart good. That does a priest's heart good yeah. to see youth really getting together and, and you know, this, this for this, this uh, the idea of life, right? You know, promoting life. Wow, that's awesome. So what would you like uh, someone to get out of it? So let's say, you know, say a teenager just think, ah, I don't know if I should come or not. So speak directly to a teen, right? There's the 16, 17-year-old going, I'm not part of the homeschool group. You know, I go to public school. You know, I don't know if I should go or not. What would you say to them? Well, basically, like... I know a lot of people really are more pro-life than, than they maybe say or they act. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a great opportunity to go and kind of, you know, build that fire and, and to show up and be like, yeah, this, like, this is right. We, we, need to, we need to protect the babies and, every, and, all, and abortion. We need to stop abortion and we need to actually do something about it. Yeah. And this is just this is a great opportunity, you know, for someone who can't go to D.C. or lives in a small country, small town, you know, to just show up and... And live it a little bit. Sounds good. Yeah. And one may think, what am I going to do? Just one person coming to this march. But it's about everybody coming together as a community. And that's what makes the difference. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. 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 And I think just our generation, you know, um, just showing up, like Evan had said, you know, is that one person really going to make a difference? But um, to show that impact just here locally, um, to show up and really give witness in that way. Hmm. So too, that's awesome. So again, more information. We've got these two numbers, uh, Mary Canelli at 701-213-3347 and Joey Walski at 218-277-0761. Anything online or just a pamphlet and call that number? Yep, just the the flyers. Flyers at the church? Okay, very good. Hey, Jennifer and Ryan and Evan, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. It's so exciting to see you guys standing up for life and taking charge. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for giving us the us. opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. My pleasure. Up next, we have Father Shannon Bouquet talking about euthanasia. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this.